Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0-Take, sponsored by Dugout Mugs. This is episode 131. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Sub G. Baseball's back. Well, that's uh, back. Is it back? It's back. Uh, I don't know. I, it's back. I'm not going to believe it until I see it. <laughs> You're still skeptical? I, I have good reason to be skeptical. That was rough. We went through a rough, a, a very tough period of BS. I mean, I remember when it was like April, and I remember you and I talking about at one point what day we we should record that week or whatever. I was like, well, I mean, they're saying that we should have a decision at some point this week, so maybe we hold off until after the decision. That was in April. April. It's June. It's almost July, Nate. No. It feels like it's 2022 at this point. Like I don't even, I don't know what to say. I was going back and looking, looking at some of our notes, and I saw a quote from, it was one of us where, I think I said it where I was talking about how, us as baseball fans, I think we're all in agreement that baseball should not be starting like at the end of March, like the later part of yeah. March. But yeah. then it also shouldn't start at, like on July 4th. Can we find like a happy medium? <laughs> and here we are, June 25th. Players don't report till the 1st. Yeah. I thought that was an exaggeration on my part. And here we are. This is just, I mean, it is what it is, man. We got baseball. Do you, I mean. Do we though? Do Like, do we have baseball? Because I still didn't hear like what the protocols are of the health the safety. I know that like that was a big part of the holdup and I never heard what the actual steps are that are required of the players. Well, apparently there, I mean, I don't know if this necessarily answers that question, but I did see that there's going to be a, uh, I don't know all of what it encompasses, but there's going to be some sort of, preventative measures taken to eliminate spitting and seeds and gum. And I think even high fives were thrown in there. Some sort of, uh, there was a laundry list of things. And I'm just like, there's, there's no way. You imagine being on a baseball field, not having seeds, gum, or the ability to spit. It's literally impossible. There's, uh, it's so habitual for those guys, (laughs) for any baseball player, for that matter. Any baseball player. There's no shot you can enforce that. What are you going to do? Suspend them? Here's a fine. I saw you spit while you're in the field. <laughs> yeah. There, there's another issue on your hands if you're the league. What are you going to fine a guy for spitting out seeds? Like, if it's anything higher than like twenty five dollars, you're looking like <laughs> you're looking like a grouch at that point. I mean, considering what's a bag of seeds? Four bucks. Five bucks. That one seed, probably worth two cents. <laughs> Maybe a fraction of a penny at best. I feel like a, a twenty-five dollar fine for that one seed. I don't know. Maybe you just be one of those weird kids that you used to play with that would just chew them up and you'd swallow them. You know those I mean, kids. I do that. We with, had those. Kids. I do that with peanuts, but that's a different <laughs> story for a different what? day. It's not all the time. Sometimes, sometimes when with you got to mix show? it up. Moving on. What? Can you? Yeah. Can you imagine seeing on the bottom line, like on Sports Center, cruising past this? It comes seen on the bottom line. It like comes across Chris Bryant fined fifty thousand dollars for spitting out. <laughs> See, like we're setting ourselves up as a sport for some of the most asinine storylines we've ever seen. I mean, how many times when you were a player in the infield where you spit and you like covered up with your with your cleats with the dirt? You do that all the time, all the time. That's a normal thing as an infielder. But we also didn't have like 12 cameras on us at at one given time. So, yeah, I don't know. But there's going to be a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of weird stuff. Like a cooler, a water cooler where you get your little paper cup 
and you go and fill it up with the little tab, all those people touching that one tab, that could probably no longer be a thing. You think they're going to hire staff to like sit there with Clorox wipes and just probably just going to be a cooler of water bottles, but wipe it down. Wipe. That, wipe. That'd probably wipe. be the smarter. Wipe it down. Wipe. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to be weird stuff. If I don't see a big fat lipper in some of these players mouth, it's not going to feel right. You got to see a fat, you got to see a fat lipper hanging out. We all know Gary Sanchez has fat cheeks, but you also know that there's a big old horseshoe. Oh, he's got a big chomper in there. (laughs) So that's got to be a thing. That's got to stay a thing for any players. Pretty sure Bryce Harper throws in Chaz too. So I think, I, I just can't imagine. You can't swallow that stuff. That's not good. Yeah, like half the, not to get off on a tangent here, but I feel like half these guys are part of some like anti tobacco, don't do drugs, kids type of program. And then the next day you just see him yeah. <laughs> slap a nice chomper in there, throwing it in there. But I mean, it's weird because like New York, I remember a couple years ago came out saying, like the governor was like, we're done, no more tobacco use in Yankee Stadium. And that includes players. Okay, right. Good one, Good guy. Luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Anytime CC was not on the mound, that dude had fat. He had a half a can in his lip. No way you're going to just eliminate those addictions. To be fair, all these guys are spending time at home with their wives and girlfriends or whatever. I bet they don't dip nearly as often when the chica's around. Yeah, they might be kind of weaning themselves off this a little bit. You never know. This might be good for the sport. Might be good for the overall (laughs) health of these guys. Yeah. Anyway, season starts July 23rd, 24th. Did I read correctly that there's going to be two games on the 23rd? I I still don't know. I think that's like why we have the or in between those dates. I think that's like the unofficial opening day. And then I believe I saw that 26 of the remaining 30 teams or the remaining 26 teams will be playing the next day. Why do they do that? Collectively. Well, you got to have some sort of prime time way to open the season, I suppose. I did see that. I I think the Yankees are included in that. I might be wrong. I have no idea. I do not know. There's so, I'm much, there's, there's so much misinformation going around right now. <laughs> Bob Nightingale, just put the phone down, buddy. No more tweeting, dude. Just you're just, you're put, out of control. No more. Put the phone down. I do not want to listen to any analysts or whatever they call themselves anymore because they're wrong about everything. Just let the actual factual stuff be released, then go off on that. But don't try to break news. Because half the time, no, more than half the time, you're not even close. Jeff Passan's the only character that I trust. I'm tired of him too. I'm tired of all of them. No, no, Jeff. Jeff. I don't. I want no stand more. Stand up, dude. I want no more. John Heyman, no. Bob Nightingale, absolutely not. Heyman is annoying too. Something about his voice. So sixty games. Sixty games. Which, by 40. the way, before I before we move on. Assuming the season starts when they're saying that it's going to start, it will be the longest streak of all time with no baseball. Brutal. We will we will surpass the baseballist streak of ninety four ninety five when the strike hit. Embarrassing. So we got sixty games, forty of which are going to be in division. The remaining twenty will be. Same division, but opposite league. So you won't have too much travel off of whichever, basically, time zone you're in. If you're in the East, you're staying in the East. What this means is we're going to see Bryce Harper in Yankee Stadium a few times. That's going to be quite interesting. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Okay, so let's do the math. 
that means 20 games that aren't going to be played against teams in your division. So basically 20 interleague games, correct? Yeah, but it's the same, gonna be, same division. Right, but then there's going to be there's going to be four other teams that you'll have to divvy that up by. So it'll be five games versus every other team. Am I doing the math correctly there? I mean, it sounds right. I'm just trying to figure out how, like, what these quote unquote series are going to look like. I don't know. Like, I do we know, do we know that Harper's going to be in Yankee Stadium, or is it going to be the Yankees coming to Philly? Can you I mean, do both? Like a three game set, a two game set. Yeah, maybe a three game set and a double header. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I don't know. Either way, you're right. We're going to see a lot of interesting matchups this year. Yeah, so I'm cool with. I'm all right with. No late baseball. How about that? 7 no. p.m. start times. Yeah. You'll get to see you'll get to see the Red Sox if you go to DC. If they go there. If the Nationals don't go to Boston. Yeah, I'll just be standing outside the the gate <laughs> with my foam finger. So excited. <laughs> my 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 lightly salted pretzel in my foam finger. <laughs> just cheering the whole peanuts. Just cheering what is from that afar. About? I don't even think squirrels eat peanuts whole. Try it. No. It's nice. With the salt ratio, incredible. When you just get tired of the bland taste of like the peanut itself, you just you kind of salt it up a little bit, throw in the shell. Throw the shell into the mix. Uh just just take me at my word, please. I, I don't. I can't. It's absurd. There's right, gotta so- be a line somewhere. We're not, we're not talking about this anymore. July 1, check-in. As I kind of alluded to earlier, uh, majority of teams will be beginning. I've heard spring training 2.0 thrown around. It's not spring training 2.0. It's summer camp is what it is. Throwing it back to the childhood days, it's summer camp. I'm guessing from July 1 to, I think it's safe to assume, is they're going to run it pretty close to the start of the season. I'm assuming you'll probably have a day off before the season starts. Yeah. Yeah. For travel. As I said, July 23rd, 24th, getting things rolling. The season is going to run through the end of September, close to the end of September, September 27th. Uh, and then the postseason will begin on September 29th. I'm a little pissed. If I'm being honest, I liked having my birthday as more times than not, the start of the postseason, October 2nd. Yeah. For all of you listening, just go ahead and put that, <laughs> your, put that down in your calendar. Feel free to send out your address. Just, yeah, just hit me up for my address. And <laughs> But I, postseason starting in September. It's a little weird. I know. I mean, this is um, all weird. The whole thing's weird. Yeah. I think uh, the trade deadline still August 31st, well, which the, basically gives you a month. The actual trade deadline. It's the 31st, right? They didn't move that? I think I, I saw like a rumored to be thing. Right. No, no, no. It's the 31st. What I'm saying is like that's the actual deadline and not like the, uh, what was it? The waiver deadline. Mm. of seasons past yeah either way uh, it gives you a month to assess just assess the needs for the remaining i I mean the only thing i can really think of is nationally teams adding another bat i think a lot of these teams have a roster that isn't set for having a dh and now that they do there's going to take some, you know, adjusting. Well, I'd be but, su- I, I wouldn't be surprised if something happens tomorrow. Well, I guess by the time majority of folks are hearing this, it's already Friday, but June 26 is when the rosters or the transactions unfreeze. So teams are going to be able to make some moves, sign some free agents, maybe Yasiel Puig finally gets it's a good point. Yeah. It's just, there's just going to be bats. There's going to be bats that are added for sure. I don't think 
arms are going anywhere. We talked about this with Dallas. I believe that that you're going to see some very low hitting batting averages. You're going to see on base being low. In my opinion, the pitchers have way upper hand, and that's going to just—it's going to be that way. I think you're going to see frustrating baseball games on the offensive side, but kind of brings it back to old school. You know what I mean? You're you're probably going to see a lot of three-two, four-four, you know, going into extra innings type games to where instead of the nine-to-two games or ten-to-four games, it's not going to be that way. My guess would be that'd be the case for a little while. Because I think, speaking from experience, you and I both can probably agree that even if you don't have the reps in, if the weather's nice and it's warm, mm-hmm. there's something special about that. But if we're, if for whatever reason this was the, the the situation that's happening now was taking place in March, and guys haven't been able to get the those consistent reps in, and it's cold, yeah, that's just it's true. A fair point. That's a bad spot to be in, but I think also, I think the bats will heat up a little bit sooner than we're thinking. You also have to take in, in, into you know consideration that arms. I mean, they're they're going to be throwing considerably less innings for starters. I think you're going to see starters go deeper into games. I think you're going to see a lot of complete games. What's my what's my prediction? Well, who did I see? Was it? I might be mis misquoting here. Was it Dave Roberts that said he didn't foresee his starters going more than like four or five right out of the game? Uh, obviously, yeah. Obviously, you're going to have the beginning where it's very similar to the beginning of most seasons to where the fresh out of spring training right. slash yeah, summer camp. No, yeah, no, but I definitely, I definitely agree with what you're saying. There's going to be like this sweet spot. There's going to be this window where pitchers will have gotten to 100% in terms yeah. of kind of their – rhythms their stamina and then there's still going to be a little bit of straggling on part of the batters hitters yeah on part of the hitters that like you said i think will lead to a lot of yeah a lot of there is you're not you're not throwing 200 innings you're not going to have 35 starts that's done so you're going to see these you know the degroms and the Scherzers and the Coles that are just going to go ham. You know what I mean? They're, they're used, they're horses. They're used to throwing 200 to 220 innings every year without fail. Not going to be the case. So just let them eat. Let them do their thing. Taking it back to the National League, I will... I will say that I think there's a number, while there might be some holes filled across the National League, I think a number of these NL teams are in a good spot. I mean, you look at the Braves, Marcelo Zuna. Yeah. Dodgers going to Kike Hernandez. I mean, these a number of these NL teams have the depth to where they don't need to make any drastic moves now that this University yeah, DH a, fourth, a fourth outfielder kind of thing. Yeah, so many of these teams have such a quality fourth outfielder, maybe even a a utility infielder of sorts that they don't. I don't think it's really going to drastically change anything. Yeah, which I mean, I, makes me think that this is going to stick around. You think so? I really do. I think National League fans are going to be like, you know what? This isn't that bad. I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I don't remember whose idea it was, but the whole attaching a DH to one player. So attaching a DH to your starter, once your starter is pulled, oh, DH is was, gone. Uh, who was that? Was that Michaelis? I was going to say, I thought it was Miles, but... I'm not entirely sure. Either way, yeah, 1DH, attach it to your starter, whoever you want, but more often than not, it's going to be your starter. Once the starter is pulled, DH is gone. Then it gets back to the NL style. I don't hate that idea. I think that's quite a compromise, in my opinion, because at the end of games, you're going to see a little bit of chess, being able to figure out you know, what you're going to do pinch hitting-wise, 
when you're going to pull your guy from, you know, from the bullpen, stuff like that. So I, I think that's a decent compromise, but I do see the argument as far as the actual strategy being taken away from the game on the NL side if they go full-on DH here moving forward. I don't buy it. I've never you don't bought buy it. I've never bought Well, no, I take it back. <laughs> I mean, there's double switches. There's definitely strategy. I involved. take that back. I have been kind of a fan, like, way back. I was a fan of the uniqueness, I guess, mm-hmm. of kind of having a different setup in each league. But then I came to my senses, and I was like, why do we have different rules for different yeah. leagues that are playing the same game? It it didn't yeah. make any sense to me. And then I'm like, well, I got to pick a side. And I'm going to go with the side that features somebody that can actually hit the baseball. <laughs> and especially in today's game, you can spare me the whole strategy of like, well, the bunts and the hit and run. When, please tell me the last time you've consistently yeah, seen that done. That, Those are that dead. aspect of the game is dead. So I mean, there's now reports saying that you have a better chance of your man on first scoring with no outs versus your man scoring on second with one out. That is like known fact. That's why the sacrifice bun is pretty much dead. Obviously you're going to have your, you know, unique situations where you have first and second, no outs and you're down one late innings kind of thing. That's one thing, but bunting's dead. You're right. Hit and runs are pretty much dead, especially with shifts. And for the lack of ability with a lot of hitters to just poke the ball somewhere. Like I, I think somebody commented on the, on the post I put up recently, basically citing like Michael Lorenzen of the Reds being like, Oh, what about this situation? I was like, yeah, that's where the conversation ends. Like, okay, you've got a Madison Baumgartner. You've got literally the one instance that everybody references, which again, I don't understand the obsession Bartolo Colon. Other than that, again, like I've said it 99 times. I'll say it a hundred. If the hashtag pitchers who rake happened as much as national league fans claims it did. Wouldn't be a thing. They wouldn't need a hashtag for it. It's that simple. I I, I don't understand yeah. why the conversation doesn't just doesn't end there. The argument wouldn't be there so, if, you, if they could really hit. So I'm glad. Honestly, I kind of like the way that this is transpiring. I like that this is kind of being eased into the game and that they're not just slapping it on a full 162-game season. So hopefully, because this season is already whack, I'm hoping what happens is they, they transition, the league transitions into this universal DH, which, by mm-hmm. the way, I mean, should we should we go ahead and take credit for that idea? I mean, we've been campaigning for the Universal DH for a while. I think it's fair. I mean, we will go ahead and stamp that as ours. Like I said, I'm glad that they're transitioning into this in like a a, a very strange season. So hopefully, they get fans get a little bit of a dose of it, and then they'll realize, oh, it's not as bad as we thought. And then yeah. once once hopefully the season gets back to full length, which that's another topic. Who knows what this season does to the future of baseball yeah. season lengths. Hopefully the universal DH stays for good. Yeah. I mean, if you look at NL teams, you maybe, maybe have one of your five starters pretty much known in your bullpen that can't hit, right? Like your one starter that, okay, like he'll run into one every once in a while. He may pick himself up every once in a while. But for the most part, how many outs are you giving up throughout a season? You know what I mean? Pinch hitting is extremely difficult. In my opinion, one of the hardest things to do in the game. You're cold for seven innings. Maybe you got some T-work in the tunnels, but go ahead and hop up and, you know, try to hit 98. Good luck. It's very difficult. How many outs are you losing throughout a season? DH, it's a professional hitter. This is what he gets paid to do. Yes. Pitchers can hang, they can they can help themselves out sometimes. They're paid to pitch. They're paid to go on the mound. There's a reason they really don't take BP unless they're pitching that day. Bullpen guys never take BP. So why? 
if that's their thing, let it be their thing. You're not going to go take the kicker and say, yo, head out to the other side. I want you to run this route for me. It's not what he's paid to do. Why do that with pitchers? Let's get a DH in here. A dude that gets paid to hit, put the bat on the baseball, and go do your thing. I think this is something that you're going to see a lot of NL teams jump up. I think you're going to see popularity go up, but I definitely think that you're going to see production go up. Why are those bad? Why is this a bad thing? I don't understand it. Be, uh, because bunting. <laughs> and the occasional home run out of every 60 at-bats or whatever. It's like, what? who cares? Let's not and don't give me the, I mean, Lorenzen, that dude's an athlete and he's played the outfield before. If you really want him to hit, put him in the outfield or let him DH during this stuff. That's the exception, care. not the rule. Yeah, he, he's exactly. the exception, not the rule. Exactly. Mad Bum, same thing. I don't know, you know what you can do. I don't know if you want to see him running around the outfield, but if you want to DH him, DH him. Who cares? But that can't be how your entire league decides what its strategy is. It's about time. And I think you're right. I think we'll see it moving forward. Let's not forget. Universal DH was almost a thing like 40 years ago. We talked about this when back when we were doing our baseball history segments. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. That was one of the points. It was like, I think it was Philly and Pittsburgh's owners were included in the vote. I'd have to go back and look at the story, but basically the Pittsburgh owner was out or the manager, whoever it was, was out fishing at the time of the vote. And because his vote didn't count towards the universal DH, the pitcher remained a hitter in the national league. So if he would have (laughs) voted, if he would have been present, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Yeah. So just, for all, for all you National League fans, just remember the only reason <laughs> you have was, <laughs> the only reason you fishing. have yes, the only reason you have a hitter pitching right now, well, not now, but previously, the reason you had that was because pitcher hitting. I think you said hitter pitching, pitching hitting, hitter pitching. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. As you said, Nate, you had an idiot out on the lake fishing. <laughs> that's what your league. That's the legacy of your league. That's how your league. <laughs> kept we're pissing off so many listeners right now i, I mean <laughs> i hopefully we're educating some listeners too. at the end of the day that's what's more important uh some other no, things think, go ahead well i mean what i was gonna say is i've tried to picture in my head because the initial conversation months ago was like maybe having the umpire like a certain amount of feet away from the catcher or whatever that's not gonna work what I was thinking is that, like, when you get a manager tossed, how's that argument going to go with the umpire? He has to stay six feet away. You're not going to have one umpire holding him back from anything because he's never going to do anything. But there's always an umpire holding the manager back so he doesn't kill the home plate umpire or whatever, the main crew chief. How's that argument going to go? You can't go rub your nose against his. Are they going to be wearing masks? Can you hear what I'm saying while I'm yelling can at you I, behind this mask? Can I propose an idea? Can we put the manager and the umpire, can we just like call timeout, pause the game, put each one of them in those like walking bubbles, you know, like they do with <laughs> minor league games? Yeah. Where you just stand in there, you run, and you just knock yeah. into each other? Perfect. As like a, a safer form of jousting. Can we just do that? I'm going to give the edge to managers. In my opinion. Safe bet. Yeah, I think that's fair. Former athletes, most of them. Yeah, I, it's just like there's certain things that are just going to be weird. What is the what is the home plate meeting before the, you know, the lineup exchange going to look like? What is that going to do? They're gonna send are we going to have those? They're going to send carrier pigeons. <laughs> Paper airplane with the... <laughs> just hope it ends lineup. up at home plate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand it, but I mean, I don't know, dude. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be strange. And I think, all jokes aside, that's part of what the players are worried about during these negotiations. You know what I mean? This is a lot of the things that you have to think about. 
the normal day occurrences on a baseball field that you have to figure out, is this going to be safe or not for myself and my family? So I don't know what the protocols are going to be behind the scenes that we don't see as fans. When you show up to the stadium, do you test right away? Do you get results back right away? Do you have to keep, you know, our locker rooms going to be, or, you know, lockers going to be spaced apart between players? Like, how's this stuff going to work? Yeah, and we'll obviously get back to the the other changes and updates that this season will include, but kind of like what you're saying, we've already the the health thing is very real. And we've already seen that in the form of multiple teams, players and staff members getting hit with this already, mm-hmm. whether at their facility their team respective teams facilities or not. Doesn't really matter. You've got guys that are in the league an integral, like these guys are integral parts of the operation mm-hmm. on a very, very daily basis. Like I said, whether you're a player or a staff member, and we've already had guys from like the Phillies get hit players and staff. We had some Rockies players, I believe, including Charlie Blackman, a uh, guy from the 40 man for the Red Sox, a guy from the D backs. I mean, that, that it kind of goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. I'm still not sold yet until I see that first pitch of the season thrown. I'm still not going to believe it. Well, I mean, the other thing is, is that it's like, say it's two weeks into the season and if they're doing ongoing testing, the one player tests positive four hours before the game. That means you got to test every other player, right? So that's like cutting into prep time cutting into the time that you're supposed to be getting work done before a game, maybe another player tests positive before they get. So like, what do you do? Is that, is that game canceled? Is it postponed? Do all the players have to go home? Are they staying quarantined? Are they stuck at the stadium? You know what I mean? You remember basketball when like this was first starting and Rudy Gobert tested positive for the Pacers and then Donovan Mitchell tested positive, and then all the players were like stuck at the arena for a few days. Are we looking at the same scenarios, you know, moving forward? How's this? I mean, it's cutting into travel. It's probably going to affect the next series. How is this stuff going to happen? I think that's those are the answers that I'm, you know, looking for. What is what are the precautions that are exactly going to be taken? Gut reaction. Do you think the season finishes? Whether finishes? it starts, whether it starts is one thing. But do you think if it does start, do you think it finishes? Knowing what we know about a potential spike later in the fall, early winter that that time frame. I I I'd probably say no. If you're thinking about hot spots. Arizona's now number one in the country. You've got the Diamondbacks here. New York is always going to be an issue. You've got different spots in California that are issues. Those are big cities with big teams. Are you? Te- you're, I mean, you're telling me that these players are just going to play the game and then go back to their hotel. They're not going to go out to restaurants. They're not going to go out to bars. I, if you come here, you're at risk. You know what I mean? If you're in Arizona, if you're playing the Diamondbacks and you want to go have brunch somewhere or if you want to go have dinner somewhere, that's an issue. This is the number one spot in the country right now. So it's a little weird. It's a little sketchy. If you think that for four months we're going to have no players test positive, you're wrong. All it takes is four or five guys for the Diamondbacks to test positive or the Rockies coming here and traveling here to test positive. They go back home to Denver. I don't see how you can 14 days of quarantine and not completely screw up the rest of the league season. I just I don't see how it could happen. I don't know. Questions that hopefully we'll have answers to in the coming days, coming weeks. But, I mean, nobody really knows. 
at any level of the game right now, I don't think. And I and I get it. Like I like even the top level people with the league right now, I mean, they have no way of knowing like what's gonna really happen with this. Like sure, you can have kind of projections and stuff like that, but Right. Know. But I mean you Everybody's have you fans like about. us. You have fans like us, we've been on the same conversation before. This is this is this was a must. Baseball could not take a year off. It would it would have been a huge deficit to try to climb out of moving forward. And we're talking with the two sides. If the players and the owners couldn't agree, and we have <laughs> we're looking at a strike moving forward, I think inevitably. But that would have been really bad. Um, the fact that it's happening is good for the sport. I don't think it's good for the players. I don't think it's safe for the players. I don't think there's any way of making it safe for the players. So for fans to be selfish enough to say, I just want sports, you got to remember that these people are human beings. They have families. But Nate, they, have to they stay make safe. millions of dollars. Yeah, it doesn't they're, matter. They're immune to this. They're immune yeah. to this. It's ridiculous. So I, Clowns. I don't know, man. I see both sides. I see that the league would be very, very screwed if they didn't play this year. But at the same time, who knows, man? We Arizona went from one of the lowest spots in the country to now number one. And everyone said heat would help this thing out. It's 108 here right now. And it's been that way for the last two weeks. So Isn't it like right. always 108 there? <laughs> no, it's normally nice. I mean, like January, I'm out here like roasting marshmallow, marshmallows and you're... I lied, by the way. It is 109. <laughs> I'm out here roasting marshmallows and you're going to the outlets to buy new shorts. I, it just doesn't oh, make any be, sense to me. It's going to be 96 next Tuesday, so we're okay. You need to go out and buy a new hoodie or something. Uh, Nate, how do we feel about runners starting on second in extra innings? I hate it. Uh, I was trying to quote you there, trying to beat you to the punch. Were you? Because <laughs> I assumed we were on the same page, but maybe not. Maybe you're a big fan of the old... Uh, I'm not a fan. I'm base. definitely not a fan. This is one that I don't think will happen moving forward. I don't think it'll be implemented into future normal seasons. I understand why they're doing it for this season. We can't have the 17, 18 innings, you know, go on forever. It's just, it's not possible for this season. Um, I mean, when we were kids, didn't they used to make us have one out when we did that? So you couldn't just bump the dude over and have a man on third with one yeah, out. Yeah, I think right. I think you started with one out. I'm not a, I, I'm not a fan of it. But if you it, like, I get it. You can't have these 18 inning games when you're playing yeah. 60 games in 66 days. That's just you. You can't do that. And I wouldn't, as a fan, I couldn't ask players to do that for our entertainment. Like, y'all are gonna be on a tight enough rope as it is trying to make your way yeah. through this season. But if you do have to in incorporate some sort of wacky start to the end of the season or end of the games, rather as the extra innings progress on start to start with the bases loaded. I saw that idea thrown around. I like it. I don't hate that. It opens, it opens up the game to more crooked numbers. Yeah. I don't hate that. That's fine with me. But then you get into the, you get into the gray area where it's like, okay, well then, how do you chalk that up as art, like as an RBI? Because you can't just give a guy three, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just feel like that kind of skews things. Bases clearing double when you, <laughs> no one got on before you. Also, who's the man that goes on second? Is it last out? Yeah, like, is are we trying to incorporate ghost runners here? Like, how, how does this work? <laughs> Like you just kind of have to, you kind of have to do the old eye test, like guess whether he was going to score on a ball to the gap. Uh, like, how, how does this work? Is second base the electrical box on the other side of the sidewalk, and third base is the skinny tree? First is that base, how we're... First base is the shrub. <laughs> is this how we're doing it? 
Home plate over, is the bucket top. Over the parking lot is a home run. I, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just, I get it. I I think there's some other, in my opinion, there's probably some other more entertaining ways to end games. If you look at hockey, shootouts are the most exciting thing in the game. When you go over, you know, you get into OT and you, now you get shootouts. Shootouts, is it, is it maybe, you know, you, you choose your top three hitters or whatever and you go face off of, you know, whoever's pitching and it's, and it's base hits? You know what I mean? Is it just try to get on base somehow? Just try to get a base hit? And that counts as like there's different ways that I think it could be more exciting. I don't think a runner on second is exciting. Anyone that played baseball, we did that as kids for any little league or travel ball tournament that you played in. At some point, you did that. That was a rule. I don't think it was any more exciting. I think it was kind of stupid. I think there's different ways of doing it. We've had the home run derby idea. You know what I mean? Take your top hitter. Let's just go do home run derby. Let's see who wins this thing. You know, there are exciting ways. I think there there could have been a little bit better discussions of what to do. But, I mean, here here's some other stuff is that you, if it is last hitter, what if your last hitter was your catcher that got out? He's got to go to second base. We had to watch some fat dude run from – yeah, that's kind of – that's probably mean. There's a lot of athletic catchers out there, but – Say we've got mm. some fatty Gary Sanchez on second base that's going to try to score on a single. Do you have a pinch runner? How many players do I have on my bench? You know what I'm saying? So, like, what, probably what are we doing? Probably designate a runner, I would imagine. That just goes out there a every inning. Guy. If it keeps going, just come back out. I'm cool with that. I say scratch all of it. Give guys those old... Uh... Mac attack bats, you know, tennis ball. Yeah, give him a tennis ball. Just see what happens, or just go out there, give him the orange stealth. Dead. Yeah, yeah. People die. Yeah, people would die. Yeah. One hundred and thirty miles off the bat. <laughs> More than that. I'm thinking like at least one sixty. Uh, those things were hot. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I I don't like it. I don't think it's something that'll be enforced moving forward. I I applaud trying certain things at certain times, especially during this weird year that we're going to have. I don't think this is one thing that I'm going to applaud. I'm not a fan. There were better ways of doing this. Might as well just put them on third. Why second? I, you want to make it really interesting, put them halfway between third and home. <laughs> just no have them start offs. there, blow some sort of whistle or something, let the ball be in play, and then just just watch chaos ensue. Like, Yeah, I don't know, man. There's, pick there's offs. Just... You, tell me that one would be exciting. Pick offs, rundowns, pickles. Just balls, a rundown. Balls getting thrown away, stealing That's it, home. Just a rundown. That's all we're going to have. That... That's how we're going to end the game. Just a rundown between third and home. That's the best best idea I've heard since this whole conversation started. Where's Benny the Jet? He's coming out of retirement. Tell me that wouldn't somebody, be exciting. Somebody give me my PFs. I don't understand why we're doing it, but it is what it is. I don't know why I haven't heard from Rob Manford yet. And I know I just said that like oh, 30 I, seconds ago, but he should know by before we get on here. He should know by now about that idea. I'm all for it. You know what I'm also all back. for? Any guesses? Uh, no guesses. I have no guesses. Reading off some World Series odds. Oh. You're all for that? I'm all for it. Well, the more I think about it, I'm not really all for it. Because why do we have World Series odds in the first place? Do you, aren't Are they not the same thing that we had before the season started? Like, what changed? With the exception of maybe like a guy or two coming back from injury, what changed? 
maybe well, i mean fair. well no i'm like kind of asking like yeah did something change stuff gets calculated because the dh was added to the nl is that affected i don't know but i just saw like, that i could see that i could see numbers on the nl side being affected al i don't see yeah. why i mean that that's just my guess but i I just thought it was weird because I saw an I saw an article where it had updated World Series odds, and I'm just like, my first reaction was like, well, what changed? But maybe that's it. But I mean, you have your Dodgers at the top, you have your Yankees at number two, Houston coming in third, Twins fourth, Braves fifth, the A's sixth, the Mets seventh. The Rays not come on. The Rays ninth. Let's let's respect the Rays a little bit. Come on. I would take them over the over the A's in my opinion. The Mets. <clears throat> Definitely over the Mets. Both, what are we both of those teams are over the Mets. And you're gonna put the White Sox right behind the Rays at ten? Come on. Hmm. You got the Red Sox at seventeen. Sounds about right. What are we doing, guy? <laughs> what are we doing? Sounds about right. You want to know what's brutal? If you're the Pittsburgh Pirates right now, obviously the Marlins are 30th. But if you're the Pirates, you're sitting at 29 and the Tigers are 28. How br- Like, How much do you want to just go jump off a skyscraper at that point? I'm going to go throw 20 bucks on the Pirates just in case. Yeah, that's like a super <laughs> dark horse pick. But the, 60 games, that could wild. happen. Yeah. Which, by know. the way, I wanted, to, I, wanted to, I wanted to get your take. Give me your, give me your realistic World Series prediction. Because, as everybody knows, our hot takes and predictions for 2020 completely out the window now that well they don't necessarily have to be but in terms of like the player wars those can maybe stay the same but in terms of like who we've got running the table here that's all out the window because 60 games anything can happen give me your realistic world series prediction and then give me a a hot take dark horse world series matchup out that of, you, out of that the you blue. think could happen. I'm staying with the Yankees and the Dodgers. I think those are two teams that can go on streaks, and you've seen them at certain points be, you know, 15 games ahead of the next closest team in the division. Um, so I'm going to stay that for my regular pick. Dark horse pick? Under the radar? I'm going to go I'm going to go A's Diamondbacks. I mean it's not the worst worst selection I've ever heard. It's really not I terrible. like your I like your A's pick a little more than I like your D-backs pick, but D-backs is very dark horse. It's very dark horse, yes. It's like black horse. But they have a, they have a squad. Is there a color darker than black? Like they whatever that squad, color is, <laughs> that that color horse. They have a squad. They do. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. It's just weird to me putting D-backs in World Series in the same sentence. It's just weird. But I agree. Yeah. I mean, they got a squad. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with. I'll stick with the Yankees. This for my realistic pick. I'll go Yankees. I mean, you got. I mean, you have to go Dodgers. I feel like. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's I would feel kinda... weird not picking the Dodgers, but yeah, especially because now that they've got the DH, they're going to be unstoppable. Assuming everybody starts off relatively high, like if they start out like duds, who knows. What an insult! Talk about adding insult to injury after the last few years they've had in the postseason. I know, brutal. 
but I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna like I said. I'm gonna stick because the argument's gonna be like you needed the DH to win the World Series. <laughs> if they win it, you know that's gonna come. Well, out. no. Well, yeah, that. But I'm saying like, what if they start out cold, like picking up Mookie and Price? You get yeah. the DH, and then you start off like a dud. <laughs> what a brutal four years. We could see it for the Dodgers. We could see it. We could see it. Anything can happen. I'm gonna say for my dark horse pick, I'm gonna go. I like the Rays. I'm, I'm serious. I like the Rays. I was between. I was between the A's and Rays. I'm gonna go. Mm. I feel like uh, Padres is too too bandwagony. That's darker than the Diamondbacks. Probably the Padres are going to be nice. You just well in the like on on paper they're nineteenth and the D backs are twentieth. So take it up with Vegas. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Cardinals. It's not really okay. a, It's not really a dark horse pick. The Rays, in my opinion, are more of a dark horse just because. Where are the Cardinals at? On, come out of the on that list. Yankees division. Uh, the Cardinals. They're eight. But like I said, I feel like this top ten is all out of whack. I mean, you get the White Sox at ten. I feel like that's a little high for the Cardinals. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I feel like it's more of a dark horse pick than it really is, even though it's not yeah. really much of a dark horse. I need to stop saying dark horse. Dark horse. That's what I got. All right. That's fair. So that's cool. We'll be coming yeah. back to this episode if we even have a postseason. Yeah, I know. Who knows? Who knows if we're even going to have a season? <laughs> like, who knows if we're even going to play baseball this year? You're still on that side. I'm absolutely on that side. and Both sides agreed. I'm not, but it's not about that. It's not about what it says on paper. It's about what the coronavirus is going to do potentially to the season. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, let's, uh, let's talk Trevor Bauer, Aubrey Huff, huh? What a, so, what I, a I need you to just, I need oh, you it's, to it's just story time. Dump this story. Uh, well, just I'm... completely unload everything and just fill us all in. I got you. It's story time. All right. So, earlier this week, Trevor Bauer decides to go on a rant following some progress with the... Actually, I feel like it was right around the time... I'd have to go back and check the timestamps. I feel like it was right around the time that the decision was made to to bring baseball back. He's going Mm -hmm. on a tirade on Twitter about his thoughts surrounding it. In typical Trevor Bauer fashion, kind of spewing some hot takes a little bit. Yeah, loud and proud. He gets to the end and realizes, ah, I should probably hold my tongue before I go any further. And then Aubrey Huff, out of nowhere. Who knew he had a Twitter? If any any baseball (laughs) fans are on Twitter and they didn't know Aubrey Huff had a Twitter, they now know Aubrey Huff has a Twitter. He comes out of nowhere and says, can we remind Bauer at Bauer outage of his career four plus ERA 3.5 walks per nine and 10 games over 500 winning percentage is a four or fifth starter fourth or fifth starter and maybe keep quiet before he's exposed. Please. And thank you. And then Bauer, you know, he's going to respond. Oh, of course. Bauer comes back and says, trying to sell, trying to tell someone not to tweet is, shall we call it odd coming from you, Obbs. Here, have some more attention. I'll forward some followers your way. <laughs> Huff comes back and says, attention is all you crave, Trev. I never had social media when I was, when I played, I was a team player. I wasn't trying to build, uh, where'd it go? I lost it. I wasn't trying to build an outside brand for fans to SMD. You have low T going for the man's. Yeah, that's below, like below the belt. That's a also Aubrey's in his forties. 
social media wasn't around when he was doing his thing. Facebook was was kind of there. Maybe MySpace, but that's about it. MySpace, probably. <laughs> I, I don't think he had anybody in his top eight because nobody probably <laughs> wanted to be his friend. Uh, he said, I suggest you inject yourself with a bit of testosterone. What? What? Why, I don't know why, why we just took that? it there. I, yeah. I have no idea why I took it there. Bauer says, oh, no, a random Twitter account word vomited at me. Whatever shall I do? Apparently connecting with fans is a bad thing these days. Who knew? Thanks for recognizing my brand building ability through OBS, or though OBS, about the nicest thing I've ever seen you tweet. Huff comes back and says, I, I hope you're prepared because I'm, I'm just reading the whole. I'm fine I'm, with this. I love it. We still got a ways to go. Huff says, the fact that you said in your first tweet, I'll forward some followers your way. tells me everything I need to know about you. You'd rather build a brand than win. That's why I have two World Series rings. And you like to whack off to analytic spin rate geek fans like Keith Law. Keith Law is probably just sitting there at home being like. Eating his popcorn. What did I do? <laughs> I'm eating popcorn right now. So then they go back and forth about war. Who has higher war? And then Huff comes back and says, or he replies with a photo of his two World Series rings and says, I'll take these two rings over your 0.1% war advantage. The fact that you value an individual nerd stat over team wins is a textbook particip is textbook participation trophy generation. And then I think they went back and forth a little more and then, or no, 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 he, without even waiting for Bauer to respond, Huff comes back and says, Hey, sugar tits, where are you getting your nerd stats from? I heard, I had no idea what my career war was until you mentioned it. So I had to check it out. Maybe research before you tweet. And then Bauer says, I'm almost done. Three more. Bauer says, Welcome to the world of advanced stats. I can teach you if you ask nicely, princess, or we can just stick to your .111 batting average in the postseason on your way to earning your participation trophy. Huffs comes back and says, I guess completely just disregards that and decided to move on because that was probably what was better for him. Says, I'm sure your Indians teammates were thrilled with that cool hobby, meaning the drones, of yours. The Cubs player and players and fans, thank you. Hashtag participation trophy. And then he goes on to post a two-part video response on Twitter called Nerds Have Infiltrated Baseball. And then, on top of all of this, somehow Kurt Schilling gets involved. Marcus Stroman oh, gets involved. God. Kurt Schilling deletes his Twitter. <laughs> what? what happened? It's got messy real quick. This got so messy. Wow. First I mean, of all, for, well, I'm going to say. Well, let me say, as a day one Trevor Bauer supporter. Lies. <laughs> I've never wavered in my support of that that man. Uh, I must say, he was a clear winner here. Uh, Yeah, he took the dub for sure. Um, but Backtrack a little bit. Kurt Schilling just needs to not talk to anyone for a while. He's never really been on the good side of anyone. I, I don't think he's had too much support for years now. So I think him deleting Twitter is probably a good thing. Marcus Stroman, not surprised. That's uh, just who he is. Yeah, talk about just the collective group of people that yeah. like baseball fans absolutely <laughs> despise. Unbelievable. Yeah. Aubrey... To attack another man's manhood, or in this situation, maybe lack thereof, I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows. Aubrey doesn't know. Only Trevor knows. I think that's kind of weak. Uh, I think that's kind of childish and a little middle school, high school level. Bringing Keith Law into it? That's childish. Yeah. I don't understand it. But, um, yeah, I'm going to give Bauer the dub here. The participation trophies with the two rings, just a perfect response. It's everything I was hoping for. I love it. I loved it. I loved all of it. I finished all my popcorn. It was spectacular. Aubrey Huff, uh, I'm going to be real with you. I kind of forgot that you had more than one ring. I, Sorry. I mean, I will give him credit. I think 
again, I'd have to go back and look, but I think one of the World Series years he kind of went off. So like I got to give him that. But in terms of like his his contributions in the postseason, I think it might have been a little different of a story. But all that to say, I mean, it's hard to argue a one one eleven batting average in the postseason. Yeah. My I biggest, do remember. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say my biggest thing with this whole deal. Kirchland involved. Like, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you're an inflammatory person, you're going to get called out for it. And that's exactly what these two people are. Like, I don't care. Conservative, liberal. I'm not going to get into politics. Mm -hmm. If you're just going to be inflammatory for inflammatory sake, you deserve to get the kickback that you will inevitably get every single time. And, Honestly, I think uh, baseball Twitter is better off for not having Kurt Schilling on Twitter for the time being. And I wish Aubrey Huffer would follow suit, but I don't think that's going to happen. It's probably best. Colin, I mean, the nicknames of Sugar Tits. Come on, Noy. Like, what are we what are we doing here? You're just throwing insults. I feel like Bauer just threw stats. Well, the, well, I mean, the thing that got me was I went, I went to check Aubrey Huff's Twitter as this whole thing was going down. And just randomly decides to drop a new podcast episode in the middle of all this. And I'm like, you clown. Like, you're literally capitalizing such, off of this. Such an opportunist. Yeah. What you're welcome. A... You should be thinking. You should be thanking Trevor Bauer for what this. What a clown. Large yeah, increase hate in, listen, in listeners. <laughs> yeah, nobody's listening to that because they want to. They just want to hear yeah. how terrible it is. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, what a wild progression to the week that i don't think any of us saw happening but i'm all for it sign me up i just don't understand i don't like when boomers from retired section come hate on how current players it's different you can't hate on how they operate trevor bauer did have a point where he's engaging with fans engaging with followers, engaging with baseball fans in general, like that's allowed and encouraged. And it's what every fan has been wanting. This is what we've been asking for. We want players to be more engaging. We want them to be more individualized off the field. So for, for Huff to say, I'm a team player and we didn't have that. It's because you're old and it wasn't around. It's like, you can be a team player and do it. Trevor Bowerstein, like, it's it's not difficult. Why is what? Yeah, why does this make Trevor Bauer less of a team player? Whatever, dude. I'm on Trevor Bauer's side for life now. I think. I mean, I've always been on Trevor Bauer's side. Shut it up. Speaking <laughs> speaking truthfully, I've always I've always been on his side. So. Yeah. Whatever. Not a, there's not a bigger Trevor Bauer fan out there than me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've been on here for a while, man. I don't know if we got time for DMs, so we we can maybe get to those next episode. But anything else you got? Uh, that's about it. I'm excited to see what cameramen are allowed to be at these players reporting for summer camp. Super exciting. Hope everyone packs a lunch when they show up. Um, but I don't know what it's going to look like. It's going to be kind of cool if we can somehow record or highlight practices in some way. I'm down to watch like everything right now. Like I want to see everything. I want to see ground ball work. I want to see BP. If we can televise that in any way, I'm in. So hopefully the cameras are there waiting, ready to go. Because I need to see everything until the 23rd, 24th, or 25th, whatever those three days are. I'll just hop from city to city, and I'll just show up a handful of hours before game time, and I'll just live stream it from like, the gate from like 300 yards away. Hopefully strategically, that, strategically placed mirror. Hopefully somewhere. that will, yeah, hopefully that'll satisfy that need. Appreciate that. I'm, it's I'm a real just, sacrifice. I'm here for the people, man. <laughs> yeah. That's all you got. That's all I got. Dog. You got more. Uh, that's about it. Uh, one quick reminder uh, check out the shop shop the 30 takepodcom I actually just today put up some of the I survived 
the 2020 negotiation stickers. So those decals are up. You can get those again at shop.the30takepod.com. Go grab that. Might be on a shirt. Heck, by the time you're hearing this, I might have already put it on a shirt. Time will tell. Haven't decided yet. Nate, tell yeah. me about the ratings, reviews, and the stars. You guys already know that we're out here hustling. We're out here grinding. We're out here recording every tweet conversation between two angry players. We're just giving you the best content ever of all time. Feel free to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. All you do is get notifications when the pod drops. I think it's kind of a no-brainer in my opinion. Doesn't change how you listen in any way. Just makes it much easier so you don't have to search through the search bar for us, which why would you want to? Anyway, it should be in your library. It should be the only one there. Five stars. It's kind of a minimum. I can't force you to do that, but it's recommended. If you don't do that, don't even bother commenting on any Instagram stuff. Reviews. If you already left one, maybe change your username and leave another one. Can't hurt. I don't. I don't know if you can do that, but uh, you can. Yeah, give it a try. Just yeah, trust I mean, yeah, it. yeah. Just trust it. Yep, yep. Give it a try. Trust it. Grab someone else's phone. Do it on their phone. See, that's recommend the key. it. That's the key. gotta recommend it. Yeah. Just grab somebody else's phone. If you're at home still working and you are done with work, if you don't feel like working, you just you know move your mouse every couple of minutes so your screen doesn't go to sleep. So your boss doesn't think that you've walked away from work. Go ahead and throw the episode on. Throw the, all the interviews on. Go ahead and listen to the past ones. Tell your coworkers the same thing that are also not working. Throw it in the AirPod. Do your thing. Yeah, I want to get whatever, back into whatever Android users use. Do they even have headphones? Clowns. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we accept them too. They're human beings. Uh, no, I want to get back into people sending us screenshots of them listening and tagging, tagging us and I reposted the story. Literally anybody that ever does that or that has ever done that, I'm pretty sure I've reposted it. So yeah, for I'll, real. Are you guys some love too? Like this isn't just about us. This is a screenshot. You can take a picture of yourself at your desk while you're not working in the car. My favorite gym. My favorite is when people send us screenshots of their like little dash display where it like shows I feel so special. I'm like, I'm my name our names are popping up I know. hundreds cool. of miles across the country on somebody's little little car display. I like that. So send send us more pictures of that. Yeah, I like that too. Well, I think you guys know the drill, especially since baseball is back. Don't go chasing curveballs. I love y'all. And as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time. Stay filthy.